0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareka. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A single moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time that we receive one of those moments. We are honored, overjoyed, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment, to participate on one of our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco, CView. 1111 at gmail.com or visit our website cview1111.net Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call and for $11 you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R-E-C-O slash 11, and then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day.
1: Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to you 2021 Our Journey to Ascension, the What's and Hows with Jane Smollett. Today, join us in that, this conversation where Jane is going to be talking about what is the one thing we all need in order to ascend, grow, and awaken to our true self and our inner soul. She will also be talking about how you can find your soul's frequency and what are those things that can set you out of this frequency and how to get back to it. So this episode, you can replay and release it as many times as you want because there's a lot of energy infused in it. James Molnick is an accomplished healer, speaker, and educator with well over 30 years experience in the natural, holistic health field. James' true passion is teaching classes and courses and helping others develop a more expanded awareness and true inner empowerment working on deeper layers and levels, and healing down to the level of your DNA. Jane, go to any one of her websites, ultimatehealing.com, awakenmywisdom.com, or biofieldclearing.com. She's going to talk a little bit about this when she's here. So thank you, and again, Jane is going to answer questions after her presentation to anyone that wishes to post one. When you're ready for a question, either write it down on our chat room or press one on your phone, and that means I want to have a question with Jane. So now let's bring Jane to the show. Hello, Jane. Welcome.
2: Well, hi, Claudia. Thank you so much for having me back on. I always enjoy doing this with you, so thank you
1: yeah we have been having fun for some years now.
2: Mhm yes yep. so I wondered uh, should I just jump in here' Because I'm kind of excited about this topic for people or anything else?
1: No, I'm I sure. think that we we should talk about what is what's the journey to ascension i don't I don't think an hour is is all is, is enough
2: yep well, we're gonna really uh dive into a very important aspect of it you know because as many of your listeners know and i know you know you know we're going through a massive awakening right now i talked about this in previous shows too all around the globe basically people are just really waking up but and we have different degrees of it of course and how do we really integrate being a little bit more aligned with our true self you know our higher self our inner soul our heart and soul our our true spiritual nature as a divine being, you know, because we all get there at certain times, but then we also get pulled back down by, you know, real life and reality in 3D, the physical realm, as opposed to just the spiritual realm. And maybe I should just make a short uh, description about what the difference is between being in our 5D self, 4D or 3D. So people understand that very simply, in a sense, you know, I mean, we all know what, living life on planet earth is like in 3d physical reality. You know, it's about the physical nature of things and um, what we experience here, as well as our physical senses, you know, sight, sound, touch, um, smell, taste, all of that. And when we think about the 4d realm, that's really the emotional realm. Sometimes people talk about the lower 4d realm, which are lower emotions that can bring us down. Like, Shame and guilt and fear and anger and frustration, all that. But then we have the higher emotions, which can help us ascend. Like I look at 4D as being kind of a portal. It can either go up or bring us down. So the higher emotions would be like love and joy and appreciation and gratitude, you know, things like that. And it brings us into the 5D awareness of who we truly are as a divine, cosmic, spiritual being of unlimited nature. So we can all have periods of time that we're in that space, but very often what happens for most of us, you know, is life happens and we get pulled back down into reality, you know. So I really want to talk about what is really the most important thing that's absolutely essential for us in order to maintain being in a higher state and the one thing that really comes to my mind is self-love I mean truly loving yourself and all aspects of yourself you know respecting yourself honoring yourself feeling worthy forgiving yourself having good self-esteem so I really want to just kind of talk about that a little bit because um it's an important thing for us to remember and also how do we climb back up when we kind of go down into those lower states. So every single person on this planet, we absolutely all come into this lifetime with certain challenges to go through, you know, on a soul level, so that we can um, kind of turn them around, awaken, grow, heal, and come into our higher state of being. So, you know, if you think about the fact human beings on this planet that they've been around for like hundreds of thousands of years, basically. You know, we're really not that new on this planet. But human beings as a whole are ancestors that go way back. Human beings have actually been a pretty traumatized species, species, if you think about it. You know, we've gone through all kinds of traumas. And you know, things like Wars and famine and genocide and rape and killing and, you know, just all kinds of horrible things and stuff. And very often what happens is when these things don't get healed, you know, it becomes a shock in the system when we experience these things as human or our ancestors did. And it really gets stuck in the DNA and it gets passed down for the next generation to heal and the next generation to heal and the next. But the the challenge can become the fact that, you know, 90% of what's really going on in our energy field and in our DNA is somewhat hidden in our subconscious mind and our unconscious mind. We're really only conscious of about 10% of what's really going on, you know. So we have to look a little bit deeper because these things show up as kind of like a default pattern. It's almost like these transparent filters that we see life through. So when we have things like old traumas, and it can be a personal trauma. It might be inherited. It might be ancestral. Um, that can be kind of clinging to the DNA and can bring us down a bit, but we have to really recognize it and bring it up to heal. Um, we can have also things like core fears, unprocessed emotions, limiting beliefs. We can have worry ang- you know, anxiety. We can feel guilt. We can feel shame. We can have a lack of trust, low self-esteem, or insecurity. Those things are very common, you know, or we might not feel like we have enough control over life to feel comfortable. We might have discouragement and hopelessness or frustration and anger even, or feeling overwhelmed. You know, we can actually store stress in our nervous system and in ourselves. So, and, you know, even things like abuse and negativity can get passed down. Patterns can get passed down. But what I wanted to talk about is how do we bring ourselves up to heal these things and go back into true self-love? Well, there's a little bit of a path that goes with it. And the first one is really self-forgiveness. Not necessarily about other people outside of you. It's about yourself. You know, we all learn from life. We've all made mistakes. We've all had challenges. You know, and as we mature and we grow and we expand our awareness and we understand more, you know, we become more emotionally mature and capable, uh, we start recognizing that we don't have to blame ourselves anymore. We don't have to blame our parents or blame others that do things or did things to us. We can really forgive and recognize that basically everyone on this planet is trying to avoid pain and suffering in their life. You know, everyone on this planet is trying to find their own inner joy, their own happiness, their own peace, every single one of us. You know, so that actually increases our compassion for each other. So when we can just really let go of some of the old things that may have happened in our life or the things that we judge ourselves for. Um, and I know many of your viewers probably know about the ancient Hawaiian prayer called Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono which is actually a very simple prayer. It's really just four little statements, which is, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And you can direct this toward yourself over and over again. I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. That can be very healing for ourselves. But then we have to go up and look at self-worth. So self-worth is something that a lot of people struggle with. You know, we all do. I mean, I have them in the past as well. It's like, Do we really feel like we're worthy of having a life of joy, a life of freedom, a life of abundance, a life of everything we want and desire and need or want to create and choose? You know, um, very often we don't feel 100% there. You know, we might not feel like we're good enough. We're not deserving. You know, these things are pretty essential core issues that we're all dealing with on a soul level. You know, can we really release some of those fears and really discover that we are worthy beings? We do have a purpose here. Every single one of us comes onto this planet with something to contribute. You know, we all have a purpose. We all have a divine nature. So it's, it's, it's essential for us to recognize that we have gifts and talents to offer others. You know, even if it's just a a listening ear and understanding, compassionate heart, these are things that we can offer. You know, there's many different things, of course. And then um, self-respect is another thing that comes to mind. How often do we not necessarily respect ourselves, respect our true authentic feelings, our true nature? How often do we end up Doing things because we feel obligated, but we don't really feel like we want to do it at this time, you know, because then we're not really being true and authentic with ourselves. And a lot of people can have a challenge with how do we become authentic? How do we respect what we feel, what we need, what our heart is trying to um, bring or say? You know, how do we respect ourselves enough? to honor our true feelings and our inner nature and to respect others as well. You know, everybody has their own story, their own inner nature, their own divine sense of being. You now, there's also self-acceptance. Can we accept all the good things that we've done in life? Can we accept all the challenges and all the difficulties or all any, you know, what you might call mistakes or wrong choices? Can we accept our past? Can we accept the, the traumas and the dramas that have happened? Can we accept ourselves to know that, you know what, everything is unfolding in perfect and divine order. It always has, it always will. The universe continues to unfold and expand every single day in a beautiful, positive way. Sometimes we try to go against that flow because We can be stuck in our little ego mind thoughts with our fears, doubts, limitations, judgments, you know, guilt, all kinds of stuff. But that's not who we truly are. So we're going to get into that in just a few minutes here. Um, You know, and then once we have some self-worth, we have some self-respect, we have some self-acceptance, we develop more self-esteem. How do we feel good about ourselves? You know, how do we really feel like we can honor ourselves. You know, we have inner confidence. So all these things really lead us to self-love. Self-love is one of the greatest things we can do because we are honoring our true self. You cannot just be honoring and respectful and loving of other people if you don't truly love yourself. It's really hard to have a very healthy relationship or we'll love someone in a very healthy manner that's not codependent or needy. If we're not truly loving ourselves, we have to fill ourselves with love, fill ourselves with this divine light, you know, because we are becoming more light beings, of course. And and then we have that and it expands out into our energy field. It exudes out. People feel it. People recognize it. When you honor, love yourself, you respect yourself. You know, you understand your worth and your value. You automatically kind of self-correct and you honor other people's self-worth, their value. You know, you, you accept them. You forgive them. You recognize that they're also on their journey. And they're also divine, beautiful beings that are awakening and expanding their awareness. So it's really important for us to actually recognize that. So one of the things that I wanted to, well, I actually want to just mention, too, that, you know, all people, all humans on this planet, we all have an innate need or an innate desire to be loved, to feel loved. It's essential, you know, and you guys know that this is something that we know a baby or a child cannot survive for very long if they're not being loved. Same thing with adults, all humans. We have an innate desire to be loved, every single one of us. So and very often that can start with loving ourselves. So there's a couple of little kind of exercises that I do with people that I thought might be helpful for some of your listeners. And one is um, thinking about, and I'm going to use the word self-support. How do we support ourselves? So if I were to ask you, and every single one listening here, what is the one thing you've always wanted from other people in your life? You know, it could be, I've always wanted to be appreciated. I've always wanted to be um, respected. I've always wanted to be heard. I've always wanted to be loved. Um, Think about whatever it is. And if you really think about what's the one thing you've always tried to gain from other people in your life from all of your relationships. You know, it's like you're just craving that. You know, why don't people respect me? Why don't people um, appreciate me? You know, when you can identify that one thing that you need most, recognize that that is the one thing that you just need to give yourself. Once you give it to yourself, like maybe it is um, respect. So if you just... Respect yourself. You know, maybe it's taking responsibility. Okay, maybe you need to take responsibility for yourself completely. You know, maybe it's appreciation. Do you actually appreciate yourself? When you give that to yourself fully, that one thing that you're craving or needing or requiring from different relationships, it's like once you give that to yourself, you're fulfilled. You no longer require it from your relationships. So it takes this strain off the relationship and you actually um, become happier because now you feel more fulfilled. You're giving that to yourself. And we forget sometimes. We think that we need someone else to make us happy or someone else to appreciate us or someone else to respect us. Well, do that for yourself. And then it, it, it you know moves out in life and, and that need goes away. You know what I mean? It's, it's an important thing to just recognize. But then the other thing I was really wanting to share with everybody is um, discovering what is your soul vibration, your soul frequency, because we all have, you know, our physical body, we have an emotional body, we have a mental body, we have a spiritual body, and we have our soul energy, our soul vibration that's been with us for perhaps many lifetimes, you know, our soul energy. Now, if you were to think about what is, what would your soul's vibration feel like or look like? Like, can you feel or think about what your soul feels like, like when you're just happy, you're in the present moment, things are just flowing and moving. And very often we have to go back to thinking about, you know, what about when you were a carefree child and you were just happy and playing? Sometimes we can feel our soul's vibration is very high when we're doing our purpose. Sometimes it's when we're creating music, we're creating artwork, we're connecting with people in a loving way and our soul, it's a higher frequency. You know, our true innate self, our soul's frequency is normally a higher frequency. So if you understand what I mean, think about what is your soul's kind of your home frequency and very often, we tend to be in our head. We tend to be in our ego mind where we have fears and doubts and worry and anxiety and lack of trust and judgments. And we're trying to, you know, get through the swamp here to figure out how do we emerge into the light and into the sun, you know, and how do we let go of some of these things? So it's really like um, feeling in the present moment is probably one of the best things we can do being absolutely 100% present. You're not thinking about what you might have to do, what you've done in the past, what needs to be done, how someone else is feeling about something. You know, all these things can kind of pull us off center from being really present with ourselves. But instead of being in our head, in our ego mind, with all of our thoughts and concerns, I like to ask people to put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly. And take some deep breaths and breathe into your heart and soul. Just breathe deeply. It's very calming. It's very relaxing. It can bring you to the present moment. We can even think about the things that we appreciate in life. You know, the things that we love in life. We can think about kindness and compassion. Now, when we breathe into and really put our attention on some of those higher vibrating frequencies, that raises our vibration. And it can bring us to a state of presence and of being more aligned with our true self, our innate nature, our higher self and our inner soul. So it's a helpful exercise to do to really feel and discover what is your soul's natural vibration? What is the energy field of it? That's like, what is the vibration? And when you can feel that, and really kind of make a note to yourself up oh, this is this is it this is my bookmark this is this is when i'm feeling just totally connected with my heart and soul when i'm happy i'm joyous and things emerge easily in life you know there's a joy around it and like i said very often when we're creating we're actually in that higher space of intuition creativity consciousness joy you know, we're focused, we're present, and it becomes a joy, it becomes a passion. So really feel into what is your soul's specific frequency. And then it's easy to notice when we're not feeling that, you know, what, because we get bogged down and pulled out of that vibration numerous times throughout the day, because we have certain things that we have to do. We have you know, interactions with people that might not always be positive. You know, we might have some personal um, insecurity. We might have worry about stuff. We might have financial issues. We might have health issues. All these things we might have interferes can pull us down, you know, and out of that soul vibration. And now we're more in our limited conscious mind. So, I want to talk about a few of the things that actually bring us out of that so we can be aware of it. You know, when we're not being authentic with ourselves, when we're not honoring ourselves, we're not being true to ourselves, when we're out of alignment with our higher self, when we're out of alignment with our soul, when we're out of alignment with our divine source, then um, we get pulled off center all the time. We have desires, we have resistances, we have fears, we have worries. You know, these things pull us off center very easily. Um, we might have limiting beliefs that we adopted as a child or we even adopted from our family. We can inherit these things, too. Things like, you know, I'm not really good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not deserving. I'm not appreciated. I'm not being heard. I don't really trust myself. You know, people don't listen to me. Um you know, all these limiting beliefs that can show up all the time are like transparent filters in front of us that we see and experience life through. And these are the things that show up in our life. And sometimes we don't see the limiting belief because it's, it's a clear or a transparent filter. You know, so we really have to look for it. You know, or life is hard. Life is stressful. You know, and these old traumas, these old wounds, these old beliefs, these you know, unprocessed emotions and stuff can really bring us down, but it can also create blockages in our body. So when we have chronic pain, when we have health conditions in our body, we can have stuck energy in certain organs and certain glands, certain tissues, where we have blocked energy in the body. We can have blockages in our chakras too, like let's say our heart chakra, we might have some old wounds and it can even be memories from past life, from our family members, it can be prenatal, it can be ancestral patterns, which is more of a broader collective pattern. You know, even think about women in general, we can have kind of like a feminine pain body from wounding, you know, just like many cultures can have their own pain body from their culture, from their ancestry. So these things can get kind of clinging to our DNA. They can be old toxic emotions, old toxic energies, you know, and they can create challenges in our life. But your mission, should you choose to do it, is to really start to awaken and recognize and eliminate and clear and neutralize some of these limitations. You know, we can actually deactivate and release old patterns, old codes in our DNA. We can cut toxic cords. We can release harmful stress cords, you know, old influences and energies. We can also recognize all of the different fears or emotions or trapped energy and pull them up into our conscious awareness in order to eliminate them. This is a process that I do and I teach with biofield clearing, which is something i developed over many years using a variety of charts. There's about 18 charts. So really if you think about our core concern in life, our key area of concern, and it might be you have health conditions that are a chronic concern. It could be you have constant financial challenges. It could be you have relationship issues. Um, You know, it could be family issues that never seem to get resolved. You know, things that tend to be on automatic pilot that seem to happen over and over again. They're kind of chronic recurring things that happen. It's like, how come I just can't work through this? We might have some areas in our life that we're great, we're terrific at, but then there's this one area that's, you know, stuck or there's maybe several areas that we really have more challenge in. So it's like, well, what are the things that are challenging us? Because very often they're unconscious. We're not always aware of them. So it's helpful to really go deeper and deeper and deeper. It's almost like peeling away layers and layers and layers of an onion until you finally get to the core and can release it, can neutralize it, can transmute it, can actually help it to heal and release. Because if not, these old things keep showing up on automatic pilot. As a default pattern on a regular basis. <clears throat> then let me take a drink of water. Okay. And
1: I, I do have a, a question, Jane. Sure. Um, so you're talking about all of these things that can get you out of your soul frequency. Mm-hmm. What, what you're saying also um, is that if we are able to remain in our soul frequency, then all of those things that are uh, blocking us would also dissolve by itself?
2: Um, it really depends on where you're at with it, with your own personal growth, because we do have to heal these things. We do have to recognize them. It's like the old baggage You know, we can't necessarily ascend into 5G reality and stay there, and we can't bring any of this old baggage with us. So there has to be a process of recognizing it, healing it, neutralizing it, clearing it out, you know, releasing some of the patterns. And sometimes they can be very easy if it's something that we can just be really clear to recognize, oh, this is it. This is what I do. But they can be layers, like I said, because sometimes it's like, okay, if I recognize that I do this, I naturally judge myself and I let go of that. Um, that's great. That's one piece of the puzzle right there, you know? And we do consciously kind of attempt to really start to love ourselves more. We value ourselves more. We forgive ourselves more. We respect ourselves more. We appreciate ourselves more. And those things are very healing. You know, but then you're doing pretty good in life. And then all of a sudden something comes up again. You know, I mean, it does for all of us. It's like because there's numerous things that might need to be recognized and healed. You know, they actually say that we have 25 to 35,000 bits of information on our DNA. And most of it we're not aware of. You know, even scientists say, oh, there's only about 3% that is actually your genetic coding, you know, or 6% or whatever. Like, what's the rest? And the rest is our quantum field, you know, which brings in all the information from our previous lives, our soul's incarnation, our inherited influences, our ancestral patterns, the human condition that we're all here to heal. And the very cool thing is the fact that all of us are coming into a space now where it's getting easier and easier. Uh, Like the veil is thinning. The veil is lifting. We're able to see these things more easily. We're able to heal. We're able to raise our vibration, raise our frequency. And there are many things that actually can bring our frequency down, such as some of the emotions that we talked about or old traumas you know, or limiting beliefs, but even things like toxins in our air, our food, our water. You know, we have a lot of toxins in our food right now. We have a lot of toxins in our water. Those things will bring your vibration down. Too much um, radiation, too much electronic radiation technology also can kind of limit our ability to heal and release toxic patterns as well. You know, that's a whole other story where the cells can really harden and then it's harder to get toxins out. So there's many things to kind of look for. Um, but we can also kind of rebuild and strengthen, we can very much bring in more light, have, increase our capacity to absorb more light. We can bring in light to every single cell in our body, bring in divine golden light from above into our organs, into our endocrine glands, into our nervous system. And really, when you bring in more light, you know, you breathe in this beautiful divine light, you can actually breathe out any old toxic energies or emotions that no longer serve you. And that can be extremely helpful. You know, we sometimes have to clear out our emotional center, our limbic system, you know, clear all this emotion, emotional stuff out of our energy field and our emotional center in our body. We do have cellular memories of all kinds of stuff that can get triggered easily you might be doing well for quite a while and you know you're doing your inner work and you're integrating which is super and then you know something can happen that can trigger some old wounds or old fears certainly can happen um so we can actually even activate and reset our body's innate intelligence you know our, our even our brain and One of the things with our innate intelligence that I think is helpful to understand is the fact that, you know, your body can be very um, intelligent in a sense, like your intuition, your immune system. Your body should be able to recognize when something is good for you, when something's not good for you, and it should be able to respond in a healthy manner to do something about it. Now, how often do we do things that are not so good for us? We might eat food that's not really great for us. We might be around toxic people that are not really good for us. Or we might do things, you know, whether it's, you know, alcohol or drugs or things that can lower our vibration and frequency as well. And, you know, we all tend to do some of these things. So these, you know, there are a number of things that we can do. And I think one of the reasons why our innate intelligence can be kind of – not as on point as it should be is because of the fact that if you think about our guts with all the food that we eat and the you know the glycephates and the toxins in our food and artificial stuff and GMOs and whatever. All that stuff is really creating such an imbalance in people's guts, medications as well. So if you think about our gut instinct, what's your gut instinct? You know, we have a very important part of the inside of our gut, our small large intestines, has to do with our innate intelligence. And I think people's gut instincts are off. Think about the fear that's being induced right now to the human collective all around the globe with this pandemic and the virus. You know, there are a number of people that are really stuck in a fear pattern because they have a belief that. This is going to get you. You have to wear your mask. You've got to get injected with this experimental biological agent to try to help you. And that we can't go out and socialize. We can't hug somebody. We can't be around our grandmother or loved ones if they're sick or have to go to the hospital. It's like That's a lot of fear energy when you buy into that whole narrative, in a sense, that whole story. You see what I mean? That pulls us out of alignment with who we truly are. We are powerful divine beings, you know, and the more we can strengthen our immune system, which is our innate inner power, that's the best thing that you can do. Nothing else outside of you is going to do that for you unless we do that for ourselves. You know, and it is about raising your vibration. When your vibration and your frequency is up at a healthy level, and I've probably mentioned this before. When we are vibrating as healthy humans, we vibrate between 62 and 68 megahertz, which means million pulses per second, which is why we appear solid, right? So you can't even have a cold unless you're down to 59 megahertz or viruses like 57, 58 megahertz, you know, cancers, diabetes, all kinds of autoimmune conditions and diseases are much lower, like 42 or 40 megahertz. That's why people that have a lower vibration are more prone to the disease or when or an illness or a virus. We're always going to have viruses on this planet, you know? But if their vibration is that low, they're more prone to get it, and it's going to be more difficult for them because they have to really heal and increase their vibration in order to... In order to heal, in a sense, you see what I mean. You know, there are many factors to look at, and the best thing we can do is love ourselves, honor ourselves, respect ourselves, take good care of ourselves, forgive ourselves. You know, um, support ourselves with what we need, and we may be doing lots of those things. We might not always be a hundred percent because we still have these old default patterns that show up. You know. So how do we increase our self-esteem and our inner confidence? How do we increase our inner joy, our inner power, and our inner happiness? You know, how do we increase our ability to absorb light and raise our vibration, raise our frequency? And I've talked about this, you know, quite a bit before, too, raising our frequency. You know, you want to eat good, healthy, organic, wholesome foods. You want to use some... Really nice, high-frequency essential oils. Those are all very high frequency. You want to get out into the sunshine, into the light. You know, exercise and move your body. Um, You want to have positive, loving, healing thoughts. Um, Doing meditation, quieting the mind, really listening to your guides, your angels, your higher self, really coming back into alignment with your divine nature. All these things help us every single day. You know, and we can still get pulled off center every now and then, you know. And one of my favorite things to do is to really increase our ability to absorb divine light into ourselves. Because we are transforming right now from carbon-based, denser beings, 3D physical beings, we are transforming into crystalline light beings. So how you can help that process, too, is when you do your little meditation, it doesn't have to take long. But every day, just quieting the mind, breathing, connecting with your higher self, connecting, expanding your awareness way above your head to connect with your higher self, your soul self, your spirit self, your beautiful divine nature. Connect with the divine source and connect with the great central sun in your divine source, the creator of all that is. And feel a beautiful stream. Of divine golden light. It's extremely high frequency coming from the center of the universe or the great central sun and really feel that stream and it really be a column. You can even widen it, a beautiful column of light that comes in and it can come right through our crown chakra into our head, into our throat, into our heart center, into our bodies, our organs. You know, we can stream golden light into our adrenals, into anywhere in our body and command it to heal, command it to release denser energies, things that are low vibrating, flush them out, let them go, release them, you know, flush your whole energy field with a column of light that expands about 12 feet to either side of you all the way around, and just clear some of these things can be very helpful, you know? So that's an important piece really And then maybe even using some empowering beliefs. You know, we have to release some of the old limiting beliefs, which we all have. But some of the empowering beliefs, like I am truly loved. I am worthy. You know, I trust my heart and soul. I trust my innate intelligence. I trust my intuition. I can change anything. I can support myself. I'm always supported. I always have everything I need. I can love and honor myself. I can respect myself and appreciate myself. I can allow my gifts and talents to serve the world, that I have gifts and talents that I can offer that help the world improve, become a better place to be. We all have gifts and talents. We might not realize it because it's not necessarily about a job that you do. It's about what do you offer, you know, and how do you offer it? So, you know, we all have these things that we came here to offer and to do. So it's really being able to bring in more of that divine energy and filling our conscious awareness with those higher frequency vibrations, more light, more love, more appreciation, more gratitude, more kindness, more joy. I mean, I get very frustrated sometimes looking at Facebook where I see some people are not very kind to each other. You know, there's like attacks and it's like, whoa, you know, it's like, why why do we have to do that? Is that an attempt to make us feel better about ourselves when we make someone else wrong? You know, why can't we just let go and accept that? And why can't we just accept that all lives matter? Period. All lives need to be respected. Every single human being is a divine spiritual being. You know, whether they're in full conscious awareness of it or not, doesn't matter because they are creating their life exactly as they need to create it for their soul to really get and learn the lessons for them to expand, for them to turn things around, for them to start honoring themselves, appreciating themselves. And sometimes all that we need to do is mirror back them that they can see what they need instead of feeling things like as a personal attack. You know, it's like, oh, we don't have to get into judgments and reactions because that just brings us immediately down again. <laughs> you know, so it's like it's like a little roller coaster ride. We're up, we're down, we're going around in circles. You know, but how often can we be conscious and aware, be present in the very moment? You know, connect with our divine self our innate sense of who we truly are. Because that is the most important thing. If you don't have a really strong sense of love for yourself, really loving and honoring yourself, having self-esteem, having self-worth, having self-respect, then it's really hard to totally ascend, you know, because we can have some of these toxic cords, some of these default patterns that show up. know and i I see it quite a bit so i've really kind of focused my work for people you know i'm a naturopathic doctor i have been in the holistic field for 36 years um you know as an iridologist kinesiology certified intuitive healer and what i've noticed is a lot of times people will just they want information on what's out of balance in their body and how they bring it back into balance and make it quick and make it natural. Just give me a supplement that's going to help. And that's helpful. Very often we have to change our diet dramatically, get rid of the sugar, the toxins, the GMOs, the chemicals, even in our water. You know, But beyond that, it's like we are not just physical bodies. Even though it appears that we end at the skin, we don't. We have an etheric light body that goes out maybe an inch around our body. We have an emotional body. We have an energy body, a mental body, you know, energy field, all of that. That's who we truly are. So all these different things that I've been talking about are not only in our physical body and our DNA, but they're also in our energy field, in our mental body, our thoughts and emotions and fears and anxiety and our traumas and unprocessed emotions and limitations, things like that. So... That's the part that I feel most passionate about, and I always have, to help people with, because there's a million people out there that can tell you what supplement to take for this or that. But that's not the end all. There's a limitation to that. And people get frustrated sometimes. What I see sometimes, too, is, you know, our supplements and nutrients sometimes are not working as effectively as they did 30 years ago. Because we have too many toxins in our system that really need to cleanse, really need to clear. But on a deeper level, there's all this other stuff that we need to pay attention to as well. That's quite important. So, I mean, I hope that's helpful for people to understand and recognize. So really feel what your soul's frequency is. When you are happiest. You're just present, you don't have a care in the world, and your soul is doing what you absolutely love. That's your soul's frequency. You know, what is trying to emerge from your soul? You know, sometimes when we see someone in life, think about this. Think about a person, and it can be somebody famous, it can be somebody in your family, it can be somebody that's alive or passed on, it doesn't matter. But think about a person that you really admire, like, whoa this person. There's something I just love about this person. And ask yourself, what is the quality of that person that you admire? It's really, what is the virtue that you admire? Because your little soul on the inside is going, I love that. I love that. I want to be like that. That's what's trying to emerge from me. You know, we all have certain virtues that are trying to emerge from our soul. And that is what true inner healing is about. Period. That's it. You know, it's like you have to allow the virtues in life to really um, your own particular virtues. You know, it might be I have this tremendous gift of compassion for others. You know, it might be I have a tremendous amount of creativity and expression that I offer the world. It might be, um, you know, I have... Inner strength, or I have inner insights that I share. It could be, um, I have a real gift of listening to people and helping them learn how to forgive and honor themselves. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be anything, it could be a whole wide variety of, of virtues. So, things that we're really, that our soul is really trying to do more of. You know, so all of our little fears and traumas and judgments and our our difficulties in life, I should say. And I've always said this, too. Our greatest difficulty in life, our greatest trauma, our greatest challenge becomes your greatest gift when you turn it around, look at it from a different viewpoint, extrapolate what is my soul trying to learn from this? What am I trying to gain? What are some of the virtues that are trying to emerge from me? Because that's the real gift. And once you get that, maybe it's teaching you that you have a tremendous gift of power, you know, and strength. You can't receive that gift until you recognize the right and wrong use of it. You know, it can can be a variety of different things. But what is trying to emerge from you? What do you get excited about when you see it in somebody else? So recognize those things. Recognize when your soul gets happy and excited, you know. I know there's a Katie Tunstall song, which I really love, and the very first line of it is, my heart knows me better than I know myself, so I'm going to let it do all my talking. And I just love that, because we tend to talk from our mind, our logic, our fears, our wounds, our concerns, our worry. But what about when you speak authentically from your heart and soul? What's important to you, what you need, what you value? What's okay with you and what's not okay with you. You know, these things are essential. And yet we're all working on developing them and becoming better and better and better. as part of the process. Right? So I just wanted to check in and see if anybody had any questions. Um so, if
1: anyone wants to ask a question now is the time this is num uh, you just press one and um I have a question for you jane when mm-hmm. uh, when the soul frequency that we have um mm-hmm. and I understand that it is that 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 moment where you're more within with yourself and the happiest and you are just content that's when you are in that frequency. Do we share the same frequency with other people? Is this our
2: unique signature of our soul? So that's a good question. That's really interesting. Um, we have a unique signature. Like if you really look at the consciousness scale, like Dr. David Hawkins talks about, kind of like from zero to a thousand in a sense, you know, what, what is the frequency of your soul? And then what is the frequency of your mission in life? What's the frequency of your work in life? What's the frequency, you know, when you relate to your family? What's the frequency? Because those things can vary. Now, we often will be drawn to people in our life that have similar vibrations, similar frequencies. We're all in the same range, in a sense, because that feels very comfortable. We can really relax, be ourselves, honor that in each other. Sometimes we are around people that have a lower frequency, and sometimes that can be challenging, but sometimes it can actually be helpful because if we keep our vibration high enough to where we are, they will naturally rise up. But if we lower our vibration to meet theirs, like, oh, you poor thing, I can't believe that, that's terrible, blah, 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 when somebody's in their drama, we're lowering our vibration to match theirs. And we're keeping them stuck in a lower vibration. But when we kind of stay in our higher vibration, say, wow, I really hear your, your pain around that. You know, so what are you deciding to do? What are you choosing to do? You know, what is this showing you? You know, you're, you're being and, you know, you're an amazing being. So I know that you've got this on some level. You know, when we stay in that higher space, it allows them to rise up, which is really helpful. Just like there are people around that have a higher frequency than us. And we are drawn to those people. You know, when someone walks into the room and they have just this beautiful love and compassion that emits from their energy field, we are drawn to them. You know, because it feels good. It helps us raise our frequency. But then, you know, it goes all the way around. So our frequency can rise or lower numerous times during the day. And we do have a choice to be aware of it. And that's the key. Be aware of it. So hopefully that was helpful to understand. Yes, it is.
1: And like I was also thinking, if we have a frequency, a soul frequency, have you noticed that it is easier sometimes to be in certain places to have or or to get in touch with your soul frequency than in others, like not only people, but also places have a frequency
2: similar to yours. Absolutely. I mean, think about what places you absolutely love. Sometimes we love being around water. It can be the ocean. It can be a stream or a river, you know, or a lake. Sometimes we love having these gorgeous expansive views, you know, um, There are different places, too, that raise our vibration and our frequency, as well as there are different places that can bring our frequency down that are lower vibration. Things like warehouses, tunnels, underground stuff can have much lower vibration. You know, it's like, oh, it doesn't feel very good. Um, So, you know, we can really feel into the energy of things like that. And it's interesting because when we're out in just pure Unmanicured nature, you know, taking a walk in the forest or taking a walk on the beach. um, It's like we kind of blend to the vibration of nature, of the earth, you know, because the earth is actually rising in frequency as well. The earth is actually ascending, you know, so, and even animals and birds, you know, being with particular animals, we may absolutely love. And it just makes us feel so good. Well, there are lots of things that can actually do that. And places, people, things. Yeah. That's a really good point, too. Think of all the things that make you feel better. Food, air, water, places, animals, um, practices. You know, Maybe you like to meditate. Maybe you like to run. Maybe you like to play pickleball or something because you're in the moment and it brings you joy. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, this is great. I love this. Maybe it's playing music. Maybe it's dancing carefree. You know, I love ecstatic dance. I've been doing that for years, and it's just, it just releases anything because I can dance it out. Anything that's in my energy field, and as it falls away, it just leaves me with pure ecstatic joy and love. You know, so all those things. That's great. That's a great point. So
1: we are getting at the end of today' episode. So this is the time where I ask my, uh, the host of the show, what do you want to leave us
2: with? Um, the fact that if you have, if you've been struggling in a certain area of your life to really, and we all do, you know, and you really want to do some deep sacred healing work um, and you want some assistance with it, So we can do, we offer biofield clearing in a sense. And I know Claudia is also a certified master practitioner and I have a number of practitioners and I have a class that people want to learn how to do it for yourself or even to do it for other people. But I just love doing this type of work as well, because I've had people with real, you know, chronic situations in their life that keep showing up over and over again or chronic health conditions. And once we can kind of work with them and connect with their guides and their angels and their higher self and with their permission, it's like we can easily identify what's going on in your energy field. And then we, we do a powerful healing technique, a clearing technique to neutralize and transmute energies, And that can be extremely helpful for people because what we're doing is we're clearing baggage. We're clearing stuff. We're cutting cords, we're releasing toxicity, toxic energy. And I love it when people go through a series of sessions. They might go through like three or six sessions because we go deeper and deeper and deeper and we're peeling off the layers and you know, and you we do also the positive healing stuff too, like what is needed to bring you back into alignment with your truest and high self? What do you need to master for your infinite beingness? You know, and we can infuse that in. So all those things Bring us closer and closer to our innate self, our divine nature, our soul frequency, you know, and do all the things that really make an intention to do all the things that are positive for you, that lift you up. You know, we have to be conscious of these things on a daily basis. Otherwise, we have those regular default patterns that keep showing up and they're transparent filters. So, I mean, if if anybody's interested in finding out more about that, you can go to biofieldclearing.com and there's information there. Um, But I think that as we assist each other, that's really helpful. As we honor each other, we respect each other. We appreciate each other. We value each other. We have to do it for ourselves first, and then we can truly give it to others as well. So I think that's the most important thing. Love and honor yourself first and foremost. Thank you
1: so much for being here, Shane. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And have a wonderful weekend.
2: Thank you so much, Claudia. You as well. Thank you. Thank you.